0: You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba.
2: This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on
0: Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number. Excited to move forward with you. It is Good Friday. Uh, the day that um, everything changed for those of us dead in sin. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsey, and Eddie Van Adler, all here for this hour. And we're thankful that you are here uh, today. We've got a lot to unpack. Uh, I mean, we know we got Willamette. We know we got that. <clears throat> so uh, we got that spinning on the program today. Uh, and uh, so you'll need to be paying attention on your opportunity to win. Let's bring him in here. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eater's man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup. Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill. Baba Busy!
2: How about it, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to Good Friday. Yes, sir.
0: Let's all, let's worship a little bit here.
1: I can see Jesus, high and exalted. My eyes are fixed upon His face, it's just.
0: To celebrate, Bubba, unto the Lamb, man. Good Friday—that's a good one right there. Let me give credit where credit is due. I think it's the first Presbyterian choir somewhere in Texas. I was looking for different versions of that. We actually sang that at church last week, and I got fired up about it. I thought like, we got to have that this week on on Good Friday. So, uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's an incredible song, and it is much to celebrate. As we we even uh, this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, Bubba and I just sit around and talk about it. Yeah. We just, yep. sit, we just sit. We just around and talk about uh, the gospel, uh, why why it is good news, uh, what uh, what God did, and uh, why we believe what we believe. What did we end up calling it? What, uh, it I think it? Uh, had- Easter. Why it's good news is that it was that was that we finally right. came to to the tunnel. Yeah, is that what you guys you guys yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. Right. that's okay. a good, one. good Why is it good news? And and you know I actually had, had some talks, and I know. <laughs> and let's not get into that. Today, I, I just went to people that uh, that I trust and people that have mentored me on this whole calling at Easter. You know, there's some people that push back on that, and for good reason. I understand that, but uh, you have to understand about the persecuted church and taking these pagan days and 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 turning them into celebration of our faith while they were being persecuted. And uh, you know what the quote was from uh, uh, two or three guys that I greatly respect. And they're much they know much more than I do, and they're much stronger than I am in their understanding of the history of the church and and they said, you know, it's to the point now that we have done such a good job uh, of the church of Easter meaning the crucifixion and the resurrection. I don't th- I don't have any problem with come to Easter. Yeah, I don't either. Now, I don't. Yeah, need and it's a, and it's now if you get there and it, it all becomes rabbits and eggs to you and you don't point it to what's going on then right. then maybe you have a problem with it. But uh, but it's um,
2: we got other battles to fight. Right, right, yeah. But I, I you <laughs> well, know, and, and, not, no, right. Take on that one. <laughs> right. And, I mean, we've, uh, you know, it's uh, like we've done a lot of branding. Right. You know, yeah. Why, why do we want to throw that stationery out and start over? Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
0: so anyway, um, we'll, we'll 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 stick with that, just so everybody kind of knows what we're talking about. Uh, so, 17 minutes past the hour. Uh, why is this such good news, and why are we calling something? Good Friday when something so horrific happened. Well, what was happening was, uh, was our redemption, which is much to celebrate. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So as we um, make our way back, I do Boy Bubba, and you talk about running into one. I, I was trying to look down the way, you know, uh, these online Apple Music things work. And I kept trying to see the name of the choir that did Unto the Lamb, and all I could see was P-R-E-S, and, and it wouldn't, I never could make it show me the whole thing while it was playing, but I, I, I've, i you know, you don't want to get into the Calvinist versus the Baptist, so I, I don't, and of course the good news is the Calvinist knew that it was predestined that I would get it wrong, but uh, that was the pre-Prestonwood Baptist Church Choir of Dallas, Texas. So, so just one, and of very, course, you know, yeah, because you know, our audience is connected to everybody. Oh yeah, here, yeah. here is a a listener in Meridian listening to the Buzz that said the soloist is actually a good friend of mine. The one that you were saying, go ahead and sing. girl. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Holly Knight, Holly Knight on lead vocals. Yeah. Well, well, how about good. that? So anyway, so that you know, our audience is connected to everything. I know. Mean, yeah, I mean, I, love you, it. I mean, whatever. I love it. So, I, like I so said, I don't, I don't want the Baptist to be called the Presbyterian Choir, so I apologize <laughs> for that. So, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so Biden is at it again. Are we, uh, so we're, I guess uh, is, what, what y'all tell me, I heard y'all discussing this when I came in and I, I don't really know what's going on. So what, what, what's happening? Well,
2: here? we have, uh, the president, he's out uh, making a speech again oh and, a um, couple of notes from this speech. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes a claim during the speech that he was a full professor at the university of Pennsylvania. Okay. And that immediately drew the fact checkers out. And, well, it will and if, they you, said, if you're the president. And, and they, they said, well, we, we know where Joe's been uh, for 40 years. He, he's never been a professor there. Right. Then, as they continued to research this, they found out that he was actually paid by the university $1 million but never taught a single class.
0: Well, even better. Well, so that looks wow. a little uh, shady. Day. That must, that must uh, be where Hunter learns how to do these kind of deals. Yeah, let <laughs> me tell you. See how oh, the university, what wow. they got in return, but I bet they got something. That's the old big guy. He can make it happen again. Big guy. Then. Uh, but a full a, professor, what, I, I don't know how you label a full professor, but wouldn't that be one teaching classes? I think.
2: I, I don't yeah. know. Apparently you don't have But to. for a
0: million bucks. <laughs> I don't know if any of the others are making that. I I, I, t- doubt t- it. I took you the it. term full professor <clears throat> to mean I have all the education that is required to be called a full professor, meaning I have all the diplomas, I have all the degrees, um, which I don't... Think he does? Does he? I mean, it's um, or
2: is it a period of time he has to teach to be, uh, not tenured, but
0: uh, would we agree? You know,
2: call the full right time.
0: Would we agree that if you're a full professor and someone gives you a million dollars, you would expect to have taught a class? You is that fair? Would, you think yeah. you
2: should have done something for the university. At least we're on a lawnmower. And, you know? and, and apparently you
0: did something, but we just can't figure out what it was. Right. <laughs> so we have that. And teaching
2: class is not the answer. We have that. We have two clips. And then at the end of the speech, Biden turns around and what looks like apparently trying to shake hands with someone who is not there. Uh, we'll debate, is he asking for help from the side on which way you want me to go, or does he think there's somebody there to shake hands with that he can't find?
0: And, I, and after shaking uh, thin air, he does turn and does that hands out, like, "What do I go? Yeah, now that I don't happens know a what lot. to do. Uh, yeah, so let, standing, let's, yeah.
2: let's begin with the fact that he was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right. Here we're,
0: Adler, that's boring. Mm-hmm. I've
3: been on a lot of university campuses. matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. He says for four My years. Guess. Four years. He four was years. a full professor. For four years.
0: At Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. No one
3: can a... seem
2: to find when that was.
0: Four years. Not not, not the one. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: you know, the good news, that means you only got 250 a year. So right. right? Yeah. More in line yeah. now. So. Yeah. <laughs> four um, years. Is I was anybody, for, uh, if you. Callers, y'all help us out with this. I, I saw this this morning. I'm like, what? <clears throat> right. So I, I just looked up the definition of full professor. It says a senior level professor. Full professors continue the responsibilities of a professor with a goal of expanding their research and building their body of work even further. So, uh, so he did research on something. Well, but but again, <laughs> well, see, in, that's a senior level professor, somebody that's actually been professing, and yes, teaching, teaching <laughs> for, class. for years. That, that now get to go do this yeah. on top of their other responsibilities. Oh, okay. We, we need but to look, look into four that. Years. The, the only thing I remember Joe Biden doing is when he ran unsuccessfully for president uh, many many years ago. <laughs> And he had to drop out because he plagiarized to speech, and it was word mm-hmm. for word. <laughs> I forgot I mean, It was like a copy yeah. machine. Yeah.
0: And back Who in those days, that?
2: you were embarrassed about things like that, and you dropped out. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's see the second clip.
0: All right. So we're hurting on time a little bit, but let's let's have a look at it uh, on four B, and then we can come back and discuss it. America. God bless you all. Yeah. <laughs> well, much worse. Well, look boy. what he's doing. He's just. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. I oh thought my. it wasn't going to be that bad I'm um, with you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, then he got hung up.
1: God bless you
0: all. I think he thought that person to, it was going to walk forward maybe and shake his hand, and well, he didn't. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It's, I'm, I, I'm this. I'm, 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 that's bad. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> or
2: saying which way to go? I he just his
0: other hand's carrying something. Let me tell you where I am on it. It's irrelevant. We have a totally confused leader of the free world that yeah. doesn't know what he's doing, yeah. where to go. That's true. Even if he's just pointing the fact he doesn't know what to do with himself and the way he looks lost, yeah. that again, yeah. I, I think all of us who have mm-hmm. had loved ones struggle with the loss of yeah. cognitive skills, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it just it looks eerily familiar. Yep. Eerily familiar. Thin air right there. That's whether he's shaking hands with. You talking about Professor Biden? Yeah, whether he's shaking hands with danger or just completely confused about what to do now, it's all bad. Or he saw somebody nobody else saw. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now that's the worst right there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are back and we thank you for being with us on this Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. And as is tradition here on Good Friday, uh, we take a moment to remember what God did for us on this special day.
1: Now the Lord spoke to Moses and
2: Aaron in the land of Egypt. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. The Gospel
1: according to Mark.
4: Immediately in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus, led him away, and delivered him to Pilate. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? It is, as you say. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing.
2: Do you answer nothing? See how many things
0: they testify against you?"
4: But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Now at the feast, he was accustomed to releasing one prisoner to them, whomever they requested. And there was one named Barabbas, who was chained with his fellow rebels. They had committed murder in the rebellion. Then the multitude, crying aloud, Began to ask him to do just as he had always done for them. But Pilate answered them
2: Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews?
4: For he knew that the chief priests had handed him over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that he should rather release Barabbas to them.
2: What then do you want me to do with him whom you call the king of the Jews?
4: So they cried out again
2: Why? What evil has he done?
4: but they cried out all the more. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus after he had scourged him to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole garrison. And they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him.
1: Hail, King of the Jews! Hail, King, King of the, King the Jews. Jews!
4: Then they struck him on the head with a reed, and spat on him. And bowing the knee, they worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, put his own clothes on him, and let him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by, to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place Golgotha, which is translated, place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine what every man should take. Now it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, the King of the Jews. With him, they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying,
2: Aha! You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross.
4: Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking among themselves with the scribes.
2: He saved others, himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe.
4: Even those who were crucified with him reviled him. Now. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying,
1: Hello! Lama! Support me."
4: Which is translated,
1: My God!
4: My God! Why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by when they heard that said,
1: Look, he's calling for Elisha.
4: Then someone ran and filled a sponge full of sour wine, put it on a reed and offered it to him to drink. Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice, (laughs) and breathed his last. the temple was torn in two from top to bottom so when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last he said truly this man was the son of God (laughs) there were also women looking on from afar among whom was Mary Magdalene Mary the mother of James the less and of Joses and Salome who also followed him and ministered to him when he was in Galilee, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Now, when evening had come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate marveled that he was already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him if he'd been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Then he bought fine linen, took him down, and wrapped him in the linen. And he laid him in a tomb, which had been hewn out of the rock, and rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joses observed where he was laid. Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen, and they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him, as he said to you." So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs,
0: Amen. So, Elon Musk, Bubba, he—he he went. You know, there there was a TED Talk. It's 20... not an official thing. I'm just giving you some ideas, right? TED Talk 2022. <laughs> Gene regretting being with us again. Uh, TED Talk 2022, Vancouver, Canada. Elon Musk uh, is there, and uh, there's been some audio clips from him being there after saying he was going to attempt. Uh, to take over uh, Twitter uh, for forty-three billion dollars, take it private. Uh, Own it all. Own it all. Take it private. And uh, here's uh, one of the uh, the cuts from that. Uh, he he seems to be um, having a little fun uh, at the expense of Mark Zuckerberg. Here we go. As for media sort of ownership, I mean, you've got you know um, Mark Zuckerberg owning Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and WhatsApp. Um, And
3: with a share ownership structure that will uh, have Mark Zuckerberg, the 14th, still uh, controlling those uh, entities. Mm. Um,
0: So, um, like, literally. um. (laughs) (laughs) He's saying, look, he he set it up that he's going to run these things and his kids and his grandkids and great grandkids and and there's no turning it loose. And he, he says that's not good for people who love free speech. Right. Uh, and so he's trying to to do something about that. Now, here is what's hilarious. Look at this photo from the Washington Post. Now, keep in mind, yeah. the Post is owned by Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos, number two richest guy in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and look at look at what it says. Uh, so, this is Elon the, Musk. He's they're being critical. This is an about.
2: editorial out of the Washington Post that that Bezos owns. Yeah,
0: yeah. and here is what this editorial that Amazon creator billionaire. Right. Jeff Bezos owns. He owns this newspaper. I want to say that again. Uh, he said, Musk's appointment to Twitter's board shows that we need regulation of social media platforms to prevent rich people from controlling our channels of communication. You mean like you're doing?
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, exactly. of any, <laughs> any group that ought to not be speaking out against this is them. Right. And you know what? There's some, there's some truth to that. And some people believe, look, we don't want Elon Musk owning everything. We don't want Jeff Bezos owning thing, right. everything. Mm-hmm. We don't want uh, the people started Google owning everything. Right? Uh, maybe there's some validity to that. We can we can have that discussion. But one thing is for sure: our rules, our laws governing these gigantic social media companies are outdated, and we need a better plan, no matter right. who's in charge of it. Right? Which brings me into, to another question on Elon. He, uh, uh, we had the clip about he didn't want to make money. Who yeah, had it's that? just audio it? from okay. my computer. Do you, want, you want to hear it? that, right, It Would too? come
0: from my channel okay. if that's what, if he wants. Okay, okay. all right. <clears throat> this is not a uh, way to sort of make
1: money. My strong intuitive sense is that having a public
3: platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to the future of civilization. So I don't care about the economics at all.
2: You know, Elon is a big picture guy. You yeah, give yeah. him that. But, I did. But, I heard
0: that yesterday. and you, that, that was the clip I heard that mm, that was cool. L- let me ask you this: um,
2: forty-one billion, and I'll round this off for argument's sake to buy the whole thing. He didn't have to own the whole thing to make big changes. Why didn't he just throw twenty, twenty-five mil down and get fifty-one
0: percent, and then he can do what he wants to? I think there was something there. There is a it's called poison pill that, that 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 won't make it possible for him to do it that way. The only way he can really have the influence it's he wants is, is to buy the whole okay. thing. Well, it's some that's a kind good of, answer. I mean, I, that you, may be true. Yeah, it, that they because that's that, that, they have something that won't allow you to do that. Well,
2: let me ask you this then: for forty-one billion dollars, could you not
0: start your own platform? Well, that comes to my question: what happened to Trump's? Well, I was you did, know did, I did, never got on it because I was in did, the queue so long I forgot I had it. Did that did that ever turn into anything? Because we know that Parler. Never could be a real player. And then Trump said he was going to be a real player. There was this big build-up to it. Whatever happened to that? To answer your question, it doesn't appear like it's easy to do that. I was just watching uh, our comments on YouTube, and somebody on YouTube just mentioned that
2: um, Truth Social is the name of his app. Yeah. That he doesn't post very much on Truth Social, and they were wondering about that. So maybe they're going to— Who doesn't post? uh, Sorry, Trump doesn't post very much. You don't see him very much on his own social app, Truth Social. So— uh maybe
0: he's doing a slow roll or or maybe you know maybe he's taking his time trying to grow the thing but uh twitter's definitely the global town square now guys so that's what uh, musk wait. is saying it's what and it's one what
2: what I've tried he's to say he's not wanting to build it up he's wanting to go ahead and make an impact now. change it yeah. Yeah. yeah when people started the
0: saying hey man you yeah. you,
1: you don't even need to be on twitter
0: Mm-mm. And I, I'm like, well, that's where all the people are, and what, and and, and <laughs> they when, cross their eyes like that. Yeah, and when you're saying <laughs> something, talking that voice i are mean, not listen. doing it. You're not doing anything. I think what Elon Musk is saying, it'd be like me saying, uh, I'm, "I'm well, we did it." It'd be like me us saying, "Are we going to do Rick and Bubba's Hamburger Place just buy McDonald's?" Uh, or, or go buy somebody that's already successful. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean, it, what he's saying is, look at what Trump's trying to do. Look at what Parler's trying to do. Can't get off the ground. Yeah, and he says, why not just but, go get the one that everybody's already using, yeah. and, and it's being used worldwide, and and I, the things that I can say, I want to speak to the largest number of people possible, and and that's kind of the way that, that that I look at it and we look at it too. All we're doing is promoting what we do. Now, now, if you look and all of a sudden I'm starting to talk like people that are in conflict with what I claim I believe, well, yeah, then that's different. But if you're going in there standing up for, you know, well, you're just going to get canceled. Well, no, there's a lot of things that we're saying right now and things I've seen and fruit that's being produced, especially spiritually, that's not getting canceled. Hmm. It goes, So wouldn't I rather go if somebody said, Rick, today you can go and speak to 1,000 people or you can go speak to 10. But you only got one day. You can't do both. I'm gonna pick the one that I'm gonna get to speak to the the, the, the the most people. Well I think
2: part of the problem with opposing views coming to light on social media has been servers mm-hmm. and where this is hosted, which by the way, Amazon owns more in the world than anybody in right. the world. Right. Um but you know, in broadcast we have some pretty big companies that own a lot of stations and they use synergy between those markets and that's fine. But you don't have you don't let anybody have all of them. Right. You know, there is some regulation. Look, free market, love it, capitalist. But for the for the broadcast media, we don't want anybody owning every single station. Right. right, We want some diversity in that. Is it too much? Is it not enough? We can debate that. But we also need it in social
0: media. Yeah, no doubt.
2: And and the law is not up to speed with what's going on. They wanted these industries to get going. Hey, they got going. Now they're the largest companies in the world. Look, if so I could buy it's it's, yeah. it's time that you get a hold of this.
0: Adler, running out of time, go ahead. I think the key to
2: Elon Musk following through on his free speech promise is his proposal to open-source the Twitter algorithm, meaning show people how the information is filtered, what gets pushed to the right. top, open-source that algorithm, and that truly would kind of really level yeah. the playing field. Because
0: they keep blaming that. But
2: We're not canceling people. It's the yeah. algorithm. Well, if, let us see what it is. If the liberals have control of it, they don't want to lose that. Right. Oh,
0: no. No, you're right. 100%. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: And Rick, we're joined by a a gentleman Mm -hmm. who has been on the front line of this COVID-19 battle. We've had him on before and want to welcome him back. He's the director of the Division of Infectious Disease at UAB, and he has a lot of other titles with him, but we're limited on time, so I'm going to cut those off. Dr. Sag.
3: Hey, guys. Good to be back with you. Uh, Look, Dr. Dr. Sag.
0: Testing, testing one, two. one, two. Got an, got echo, an echo in there. In there. Uh, we're, we're echoing. Um, can you hear me okay, okay Dr. Right Sag? Yep. Yeah. Okay, testing, testing one, two. one, two. All right, I think we can live with that. Can you live yeah. with that, Bum? Yeah, well, let's try it. Okay, so, all right. So welcome
2: back. Glad to have you, sir. It's good
3: to be with you.
0: So, Dr. Sag, here we are, two years and one month. I know it was going on longer than that, but for me, it felt like we all – as far as the, the United States of America, you know, uh, well, I, I often use this. It's not funny because it was very serious, but we launched um, a, a brand-new uh, men's ministry on March 1, 2020, uh, and it involved a gathering of men and, and all this. And I thought to myself, you know what? And when I Every time I say that date now when I speak somewhere, everybody starts laughing. I yeah. said, what happened Ooh. March 1, 2020? Anybody <laughs> yeah. remember? Uh, and that's, uh, that's when the whole uh, country started shutting down, and here we are now, uh, two years in uh, a month. Uh, and it seems like now uh, our, our life is filled with what? The, what is the latest variant, uh, you know, treatments. So let's just kind of do an assessment at two years. Let's just call it two years. Yeah, what, where what we do are. We,
2: what did we do right, Dr. Sag, uh, when this pandemic first hit? And, and what did we, I hate to say, get wrong, but what could we have done a better job on?
3: Well, I think we mostly got uh, a lot of things right and the fact that we have vaccines at work and protect people and keep them alive, the fact we have multiple treatments and we know how to use them, the fact that we have rapid tests for home, the fact that the general public is very aware of this and knows what to do, I liken it a lot to weather when we know how to watch for changing weather. If a storm is coming, we know to get into our safe place. And that's what we've learned over two years Guys, I think the most important thing we can do as we think about this two-year, roughly, anniversary is to celebrate the fact of the science and how remarkable it is. If you compare this, for example, to the AIDS epidemic that started in 1981, in two years, we didn't even know what caused it. We didn't have HIV, the virus, until 1983. We didn't have a test until 1985. We didn't have a medicine for it until 1987, and that one didn't work so well. It wasn't really until 1996, 15 years after the start of the epidemic that we started to get a handle on it. We have this not necessarily fully controlled by any stretch, but we can manage COVID, and that's something to celebrate.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what we were all, we, we could almost tell when the moment happened when we realized, okay, we're going to have to learn to, to live with COVID. And, and, and not shut our lives down. That's not reasonable. Uh, and also not live in morbid fear. You know, fear causes a lot of problems. That, uh, that this is a, a virus that has made its way into our world, uh, like many viruses have. And now that we're understanding it a little more, uh, you know, it, we went from, you know, and, and look, every single death to, to, to us and to all who've experienced it, because none of us are exempt from it, is horrible and sad. And, uh, and you even look back sometimes and think, man, if we just known some of what we know now, then maybe some of those deaths could have been avoided with treatments that we just didn't have uh, and uh, and vaccines that we just didn't have. but uh, but but you now you kind of it's almost sounds like I mean, I even noticed here at, at our office, hey uh, Bubba's uh, sick. okay, well, he's going to stay home. Uh, okay. five days later Bubba's back at work and, and he had one of the variants and and uh, you know it's, it's it's feeling more like that now. somebody's sick. They go home, they get better in a few days because of the the treatments that we now have. Uh, There are certainly exceptions to that, and I'm not ignoring those. Uh, But in general, people are getting sick, getting better, and going back to their lives.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right.